Section 7 of Collected Prose by James Elroy Flecker. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Algie Pug. Translations from Nagulistan. 1. One of the kings of Khorasan saw in a dream Sultan Mahmud, who had been dead for a hundred years. Though all the rest of his body had crumbled into dust, his eyes still rolled and stared in their bony habitations. The wiseacres were at a loss to interpret this, but a dervish threw light on the problem, and remarked, A stranger has usurped his power and state. No wonder that his eyes are animate. Since deep and dark an ancient host unheeded and unknown remains, Since earth exerts her uttermost till not one single bone remains, Since of the great Nusrivan the history alone remains, Lead a delightful life, O man, for nothing, when that's flown, remains. 2. A king had a Persian slave with him on board ship, who had not set eyes on the sea before, and had never experienced the discomforts of navigation. The lad wept and wailed, and began to shake all over. To verbal consolations he would pay no attention, and he entirely damped the king's enjoyment. However, a doctor who was there said, Your Majesty, if you permit, I will set the lad on the road of silence. Said the monarch, I should esteem it a favour. On this the doctor ordered the boy to be flung into the sea. He accordingly received a sound ducking, but at length they took hold of his hair and drew him to the side of the ship. The unfortunate slave clung tight to the rudder, scrambled on to the deck, and sat down in a corner without a word. The delighted king exclaimed, What doctoring is this? The leech replied, Formerly the lad had no experience of drowning and its horrors, and undervalued the safety of the ship, but now he rejoices in that safety, even as convalescents rejoice in health. The epicure rejects the loaf that satisfies the pauper's need. You think the lady ugly, sir? I think her very nice indeed. Though purgatory seem as foul as hell itself to angel eyes, I guess the people down below think purgatory paradise. 3. They tell the story of an offensive person who hit a dervish on the head with a stone. The holy man, having no opportunity of revenge, put the stone by. After a time the king let loose the battalions of his wrath against the offensive person, and clapped him into the lowest pit of the dungeon. One day the dervish came along, and flung that stone at his head. "'Who are you?' asked the prisoner, "'and why did you fling that stone at my head?' The good man replied, I am so-and-so. This is a very stone that on such-and-such such a date you flung at mine. Where have you been all this time? inquired the prisoner. The other replied, Fright at your rank has turned into delight at your disaster. And wags have said, While evil men were fortunate, the wise were not importunate. They had no claws to tear and scratch. They did not want a fighting match. Anguish the silver wrist will feel that grapples with a fist of steel. 
for when your foe is bound in chains how easy to beat out his brains four once i breathed and moved in a company of young enthusiasts on the way to mecca we used to hum as we marched along or intone a spiritual hymn there was with us a hermit who disapproved of our dervish manners and made light of our penitence and pain but when we came to the palm grove of the son of hulal there came a dusky arab boy who raised a voice so splendid that all the denizens of air hung in the air suspended then i remarked that the camel which that surly eremite bestrode began to prance and dance till it flung that holy man and disappeared into the desert said i sir your camel has run away in an ecstasy can you remain unmoved before the dawn began to pale i heard the golden nightingale o base and brutish heart he cried if love is never to prevail hearing that sweet arabian lad your camel rose and danced like mad if you don't care you ought to wear a snout in front behind a tail five i saw a pious man sitting by the shore of the sea he had been wounded by a tiger and could find no medicine for his case and yet he never ceased praising glorious almighty god they asked him why do you render thanks he replied god be praised that i have a pain in my body not a stain on my soul if i were doomed to die by that dear friend i gladly would comply and face my end but if he said i am not pleased with thee then i instead would miserable be six a godly man had a dream in which he saw a king in paradise and a monk in hell now why said he to himself is the king by choirs contented and the monk by fires tormented for i expected the converse there came to him a voice saying the king is here because of his affection for monks the monk there because of his connection with kings where is the use of frock and staff and cowl if words be foolish or if deeds be foul deal justly sir and lay your hymn-book down the righteous man keeps righteous in a crown seven in an hour of great distress a dervish stole a rug from a friend of his cut off his hand said the judge the owner of the rug himself pleaded for the prisoner whom he declared he had entirely forgiven the judge said to him i cannot abate the rigour of the law at your request a just pronouncement came the answer yet we need not punish those who steal from a charity fund a dervish am i too and all my property is devoted to the poor the judge found this reasonable and pardoned the thief but before letting him go he reprimanded him saying is the world so narrow that you had to victimize a friend the culprit replied my lord have you not heard the saying sweep the floor of your friend fly the door of your foe when the days of want begin do not let disaster in rob your comrade of his jacket and your rival of his skin eight one of the saintly saw a big man wild with passion and foaming at the mouth and asked what was the matter 
Someone replied, He is suffering from an opprobrious epithet. Why, rejoined the saint, he could carry a ton of bricks. Can't he bear a mocking word? Weak of will and intellect, do you think that men who place fists in their opponent's face win approval or respect? said the saint. And after a pause, he continued, Though their arms be adamant, though they scalp an elephant, men without humanity seem contemptible to me. End of section 7